0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're all in check, people, because it's Wednesday and that means a brand new episode of Echoes from the motherfucking void. That's right, people. We're here. And uh Yeah, you know, it is what it is, right? Things be crazy, but we move on with it. You know what I mean? When out at the weekend. Kept it cool You know what I mean Nothing crazy But it just feels good sometimes To get out and about Although Yo It was You know Getting home was crazy All the stations shut uh, But You know Whatever It was just fun Ah man So Like the other week I applied for this job Right Applied for this job You know, looked at the job spec I could do this shit with my fucking eyes shut You know what I mean? But, after I sent the application in I looked at their website You know, and when you look to see Because you can see like, oh, the the people that work there So I had a look It was like the Area Nation It was a a, a picture of the Area Nation, basically which made it hilarious because about 10 minutes after I sent my application in, I got an email. Well, one of those standard emails like, thanks for your email. But after careful consideration of really looking at your CV, comparing it with you know what we want, it, it seems that you know you don't quite match up. And it's just like, okay, okay, I see what's happening here Because, hey, you ain't had enough time to scrutinise my fucking CV And two, I match up with everything, with more I have more experience than what you asked for, so fuck you travel time yeah racist motherfuckers but uh you know whatever whatever hey it is i saw this thing and it's funny right so there's a um, some canadian research and they kind of looked at things and kind of feel that obesity shouldn't be judged on weight shouldn't be judged on weight like what <laughs> like what are you what are you talking about? and they're, they're saying um, you know it should be you know more looked at on the person's health and like my issue with that because you know I've worked in this field and it's just like yes, okay d- there are some people who, you know, could be larger, but, you know, aren't as unhealthy as, uh, you know, you might think, right, but, th- this is the rub, right, it's not like they've got great stamina, so, they, like, these pe- these people, they can't like, run for miles, or anything like that, and then you also have to break it down like this, internally, however someone is externally, how the fuck are they internally, and so we know, there's, uh, you know, a, you know, your arteries get narrowed out, like, your heart, more work, like, these are all legitimate, things, legitimate things that need to be considered, because it's it's just like, you know, they're talking about, um, I think it's this whole push that, hey, just because someone's big doesn't mean that they should be ridiculed, and it's just like, yeah, no one needs to be ridiculed, but if you're unhealthy, you're unhealthy, it's as simple as that, like, let's not... Pussyfoot around people. Like what was one of the big things about COVID? Right? The 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 people that it will affect is people that are overweight. This is a thing. (laughs) This is a big fucking thing. So people need to be trying to get healthy. It's you know, it's not rocket science, right? and getting healthy isn't saying everyone needs to be size zero, just be, he- just try to live a healthier lifestyle, that should be the push, don't try and, you know, reclassify obesity and things like that, that's ridiculous, it's a ridiculous thing to do, like, Look, we we know that there are issues with the whole obesity markers and everything like that But on a whole, right, it kind of pinpoints the facts, right? And it's a wake-up call for some people as well, you know? Hey, when you hear some people talking, I didn't realise. Like, you listen to Burt Chrysler, Tom Segura. They're like, yo, I don't even realise. Then I saw a picture and was just like, what? Yeah, sometimes you need to be told. You, you need that information. And, yeah, diet, diet's a bullshit. Diet's a bullshit. Because the thing is, people will follow them for a certain period of time. And it, hey... The diet might work, might be doing great things But once that period is finished People revert back to what they were doing So, hey, healthier lifestyles That's the big push That's what people should be talking about Stop with the whole, you know Creating safe spaces And oh, these words are bad And all of this bullshit Obesity is something that needs to be changed, not reclassified, Canada. Get your motherfucking act together. But also, hey, did you see that thing? Um I was I believe it was three sailors got uh stranded on a desert island in um Micronesia? Uh it's like off Australia, off Australia, in the Oceania region. Um, I mean, Micronesia is crazy in itself. Like, it's a group of um, six hundred tiny fucking islands. Like, what? That's insane. You know, they're so small they don't really show up that well on a map. You know, I think they're smaller than Guam, and Guam is tiny right so yeah it, it's crazy but the these guys they were on a um on a run between two of the islands and their boat ran out of fuel so it just drifted and they ended up on this deserted island and they wrote sos on the beach that was luckily spotted by a um uh i think it was a us uh, from one of the U.S. Army bases, so one of their aircraft saw it and went and uh, you know helped the guys out. It's funny though because the report was just like, uh, oh, they were they were stranded for three days, but they seemed to be in good health. I'm like, it's three days. <laughs> I mean, come on, it's freed. It's nothing insane. Like, if you got to that island and you found two of them gnawing one of the guys, you'd be like, fuck, how, long, how many months have you been here? And they're like, oh, no, this is the third day. We just got hungry. You'd be like, come on, guys. Come on. Did fucking, you know, Samuel have to die <laughs> because you felt hungry? Couldn't you go an extra fucking day? Come on! <laughs> Three days, motherfuckers, what are you doing? <laughs> You're know, acting like it's castaway, talking to fucking coconuts and shit. You're like, oh, we, we nearly didn't make it. It'd be like, yo. Like people could go Hey people can go longer than three days Without eating Now it's the hydration that gets it a problem But You know they were on a boat So you're kind of thinking That you know they had shit Right there was shit So they could have probably boiled some water You know Got some you know Got the salt out boom 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 You can drink it everything's gravy man the thing that always gets me, though, about any time you find a story like this is... Why the fuck is it always an island that's deserted? You know? We watch these films, right? We watch all these films and the, you know, the people get stranded on an island. And there's all these prehistoric monsters or, you know... But even getting away from the prehistoric, just... You know Animals in general Right Because a A gorilla will fuck you up But even like a chimpanzee Could fuck you up Right So you're thinking Maybe there's like Crocodiles Or gators Whichever the one lives in salt water I forget But Those no lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my. There's nothing that could have fucking eaten these people. It's a little disappointing. Ain't gonna lie. It's a little disappointing. Right? If people turned up and, like, right, two of them have been eaten and the other one's in a tree, yo, know, fighting for his life. Now, that's a story. That's a story I could get behind and give a fuck about. There's this. This is all like, eh, they got a little lost, you know, they got, I get lost all the time, people, get lost all the time, I don't write a motherfucking story about it, no, because I'm a fucking grown up, right, yeah, so, next time, I don't know, add some fucking interesting shit, at least maybe you could have said there was four of them and one got eaten, by an animal, not them <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, fuck <laughs> uh, Okay, okay Let's, um Yeah Let's um like get into the episode before uh, you know it gets any weirder because um yeah that might have been weird but fuck it who cares right? <laughs> All right, so I think it was last week we spoke about uh vaccines for the you know, corona, right. Now in some crazy news, Russia have said that they are going to be holding mass vaccinations in October. In October. That's what three, two, three months away. That's that's insane. It's in Sane And fuck I would hate to be a Russian citizen Right now God, uh, Because yeah It's not gonna be A hey we've got a Vaccine would you like to um Have it or are you happy to Stay shielding for the time being It's You need to come to the square <laughs> Take this fucking Pill or you're gonna get Disappeared, that's what it's gonna be, right? And that's why you know, in some countries, things have been a little bit different. It's easier to control a population when it's a dictatorship, (laughs) you know. So, yeah, I think what the virus hasn't been as bad in Korea. You know, China kind of locked it down But we saw what happened You know, they were were Bouldering up Infected like sky rises Blocking people in Just taking people off the street It's kind of crazy, right? But, yeah, it's a dictatorship No one's, you know, complaining And if you do you're gone. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those weird ass things, right? So, yeah, this is worrying for Russians because there's not good. Like, you can't have a fully tested vaccine by October. That's insane. You have sk- You would have skipped over so many. Processes to do that Right, even Even with the world Sharing information You know Sharing results From uh, trials And all of that It's still way too early it's Still way too early It's crazy Another weird thing was um, So Um was it, I think that UK, US and Canadian um, research places said that they uh, had been cyber-attacked. You know, like um, a group tried to steal, like, medical information. Which is just like, w- w- what is going on? Now, I don't really know... If it got the information Like, that's not really talked about in an article that I read You know, just that the fact that the attacks happened And, you know, the group that did it Everyone believes that they're part of the Russian government It's funny though, because the, the Russian ambassador to the UK You know rejected the accusations, I mean, what did you think he was going to say, be like, oh yeah, yeah, they're part of us, yeah, yeah, yeah. ah, fuck, we didn't think you were going to notice, damn it, I, yeah, how bad, that was us, don't worry, don't worry, um, I don't know, can we have the information, is that cool, you know what I mean? Like that's not going to happen Of course they're going to deny it What the fuck did you think They were going to say I think the weird thing about it all Is I was under the impression that Everyone was sharing the information Because It's not one of those things Where you're like Oh well we're going to cure all our people But hey we're going to let that country Just fall apart no, yeah, I have to kind of give the information to everyone because if a country is left to be infested by this shit, you know the virus could morph, and I feel we've already seen that. There's different strains, right? So you want to get you want to get on top of it. That means every fucking country gets on top of it. Everyone has. The vaccine, everyone has this information So I kind of felt that everyone was sharing it So it seems weird That, you know, Russia tried to hack it Unless, right, I guess You know, they want to try and maybe put it out Patent it, possibly You know, try and claim all the rights So financially They can, you know, benefit. Though, I don't know if anyone's actually gonna charge to get vaccinated. You kind of have to do these vaccinations for free. So, yeah, it's a weird one. I don't know. Because I don't don't know that side of Big Pharma. (laughs) Like, working with Big Pharma on marketing and comms is a different thing from how they price their shit up. You know what I mean? So uh yeah, who knows? Who knows? All we do know is that um yeah the Russian people are gonna get um a dose of something in October. Right? And yeah, hope like all you can think is hopefully there are no Crazy You know Adverse results from this Because Oh man It's a risky fucking move It really is a risky move So you know They're saying that Oh, oh yeah Their trials were a success But What does that mean? You know I mean? Like what does that mean? And What is your focus group? Right Uh, Like, and who did you test it on before? Because obviously, you've done, they've done human trials Right? Which, yeah Who did they test it on before they got to the human trials? What are those results? Like, this is all the information And that's not out there Which I've always find kind of suspicious Right? Always say your focus group numbers You know? Or you can give out some barebone information, which helps clarify a situation. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's it's very suspect. It's very weird. It's very scary. <laughs> if this how the uh, zombie apocalypse happens, well, god damn it, motherfuckers! You know what I mean? That's all you could say, man. Damn. Yeah, this is This is a concern For sure But yeah, hopefully Nothing crazy happens From this But uh, yeah, I feel we need to Keep an eye on Russia (laughs) Although I kind of feel most countries Probably are anyway So yeah Let's see what the fuck happens, right? Well It kind of you know what I mean? You don't want to be from Scotland right now <laughs> And I, I mean if you were of school age Because, uh, yeah, kids have just started to get their exam results And some of them are going to be in for a shock for sure Now, it's a weird situation and I don't, it baffles me I don't get it Because they cancelled exams Right? Suppose it's the first time in history that exams were cancelled. Which is kind of like, if everything else went online, why didn't they just do that? You know, what I mean? it's just like, what? Why don't you just do them online? You know? Or socially distance exam halls. I mean, it could be done. You just hold them over more days. You know, but no, they cancelled the exams, whatever. I mean, exams are bullshit anyway. So, instead of, you know, kind of just working out a new system, right? Because there's no, if you haven't done exams, then you can't really grade people. But they did. <laughs> so, they they worked out using Estimates made by teachers Which Come on Like Teachers have their favourites Teachers are a bunch of assholes Sometimes Now obviously There are good teachers There are plenty of Outstanding teachers But there are also a load of cunts Right Let's be honest It's the same with every Fucking profession So, having a teacher go, oh, yeah, that student, oh, no, they deserve this. No. Not with something like this. That's insane. But that's what they did. (laughs) So, it was just, like, supposedly based on a pupil's performance over the school year. That's how they've worked out the grades. Which again, very problematic, right, very problematic, there's, how many times have you, you seen people that don't, you know, they've just got those, um, what is it, you know, you just remember everything, like, a, uh, like photogenic, photogenic, I think that's it, right, a, 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 you know, a photogenic or identical. Is it identical to Like the memory you can look at something and it's there But that's all these exams are it's, it's, a, it's a base of memory Right So yeah people They read the book once They remember all the things They you know during the year The exam you know all their stuff Is kind of like whatever Because they don't really care But come the exam they're getting top marks So, if you've got someone that does that, they're not going to get a good mark. Because it will be looking at the schoolwork. But then on the flip, there's people that do great, just general work, but can't do exams. Right? How many people do you know that on a big day, it's nerves, whatever, but it all falls apart? So they you know, where they would have had a bad test now they're getting a good mark mo- it's a, it's it's a weird system right to work all of this out doesn't make any sense right but on top of all of that on top of all of that right so there was this national moderation system that then looked at everything, and for some reason, I have no clue why, but it decided to lower about man. I think it's like a a quarter of the the you know the nation's grades. <laughs> it's just like what. <laughs> what are you doing, like, how the fuck do you work that out, so an estimate was made, an estimate was made using the stupid system that they decided on, but then they were just like, you know what, no, we think those people don't deserve that, lower them, it is insane, now supposedly, right, some people are saying that, um, you know, it, it, it is kind of, uh, like, they used area codes and shit like that, you know, so people from worse areas they, all, their, grades got lowered. But if you're from a more affluent area, they didn't fuck with your grade, which, yeah, problematic. But just doing that system, right? Just doing this stupid fucking system, you've opened yourself up to, you know, appeals and complaints, just for the from the giddy up, But before, right, even before any word of lowering came into it, because no one sat an exam, so how the fuck am I getting an exam result if I didn't sit an exam, so any mark that I got, yo, you know, you'd look at it and you go, what the fuck is it, no, I would have done better than that, I would have done better than that, why the fuck did they give me that? No, 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 no I'm not happy with that And it doesn't matter How smart you are Because there's going to be some dumb dums That maybe were given a C Right? And these are the dumb motherfuckers They were given a C But they're going to be like Oh, we've got a B We've got a fucking B I mean, I, I'd i say an A, but I don't want to be complacent, so I'm just saying a B, I would have got a B, so this is fucked up, I'm complaining you know, you know what I mean, because no one can, and especially at that age, <laughs> no, you know what I mean, especially at that age, but no one can really self-analyze themselves and go you know what? I don't really I'm a kind of shit at that subject. So you know to be fair, I'd be lucky to get a D. I'd be lucky to get a D. Yeah, I admit it. I'm not good at that. Right? People can't look at themselves and say that. You know I mean? Like you get the um you know what I mean? That the bullshit, well, you know, yeah, I mean, some people say I'm an A+. Plus. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say, I'm maybe an a minus. you know, oh, come on, oh, please. Okay, okay, if you really think I'm an A+, plus. you know, no, it is a stupid system. And exams are just ridiculous anyway. Exams mean nothing. They don't test... Your actual knowledge, your understanding of something. It just, what do you remember on this? And it means nothing. Exams are bullshit. They, you know, it should be coursework based. You know, coursework based is the fairest way to judge, really. You know, It's the fairest way. There's yeah, exams. They just it's just not fair. So you know, they're a stupid vehicle for you know classifying people, right? And this does count. All of this counts because it means what kind of job you could possibly get, where you could go to, you know, university, college, there's, when you've got no experience, straight out the gate, that's what they're looking at, right, when, when you're trying to get a job, that's the shit they're looking at, because you have nothing else, There is nothing else to differentiate you from the other bunch of unwashed morons. So they're looking at your fucking grades. Your exam results. It's a flawed system. And now if you're from Scotland, it is even more so. So, woo! I don't even know how they're going to fix this. But... Oh, it is a mess. A mess for sure, people. So, uh, yeah, be thankful. (laughs) Be fucking thankful that you're not Scottish. Unless you are. Okay, so here's something that doesn't make any sense whatsoever, right? I might be wrong. Maybe I'm reading something into this that isn't there. But I kind of feel that nothing has been won, right? And I'm referring to... uh, So the UK government has dropped... Well, they will be dropping... An algorithm on uh, Friday that helps determine or did help determine visa applications. Right. So um, basically, the Joint Council for Welfare of Immigrants and a digital rights group called Foxglove. They. They found out about this algorithm and, uh, you know, brought a legal challenge to it. Because they said that it was racist, right? So, um, supposedly, the algorithm would look at an applicant's nationality. And then that would go into... You know, whether they got a visa or not. Um, But what these groups say they found out was that the government had a a kind of a secret list, right? A list of countries that, uh, you know, they were suspect, right, so, if, you know, you came from one of those countries, those countries automatically get flagged, and are given a red rating, because the way, like, these visas are chosen, so, it's on a traffic-like system, so, it's, you know, green, amber, and red, so, yeah, green is, boom, you're straight through, I'm assuming amber, Requires an extra look A little scrutiny And red Well (laughs) You ain't getting in son You know what I mean So that was the thing right So supposedly You know This This algorithm kind of fit into that So if you're from a country You know they didn't like You're getting red Now the governments would, you know, they said the algorithm was a streamlining system, you know, because they, uh, yeah, they don't think that the algorithm was racist, or even though it basically, if you were from a white country, a predominantly, you know, white country you usually got green right so um yeah the government didn't see it as problematic but you know they um Yeah, they they decided to change it They said we have been reviewing how the Visa application streaming tool operates And we'll be redesigning our processes to make them even more streamlined and secure So that's what they've said And it all seems a bit suspect Seems a bit odd You know, because this thing had been used for years they have been using this system for years And they didn't see an issue with it Right, so if <laughs> You know, Foxglove and the Joint Council Hadn't challenged them This wouldn't have been changed Right, so that's the issue right here Because, um, yeah, it's, it's a weird one because, um, now, like Foxglove and whatnot, they think this is a win, you know they think it's good that this is changing, but it's you know it's not it, it because it's hidden, right, if you think about it, so. Yeah, the founder of Foxhub, he said, we're delighted the home office has seen sense and scrapped the streaming tool. You know, racist feedback loops meant that what should have been a fair migration process was in practice just speedy boarding for white people. Now, though, right, think about it. So now they, they've changed, they're going to change their systems. So it means people are going to have to check everything to work out, right, what other weirdness has been added to, uh, you know, make this an awkward situation. Because if the government doesn't see there's an issue, if they don't think what they were doing was fucked up, then do you really think they're going to change? Yeah. You know, they've said, oh, we're, we're changing this. But they'll just add something else. You know, like, if they had said, oh, you know what? We didn't even realize. You know, you know, We've been looking at it from a certain angle But yeah, if you really break it down This is bad What we've done is kind of fucked up And you know what, we're gonna go back And review You know, all the, all the cancelled applications from, from the last few years You know, if they'd said something like that You'd go, okay That sounds like They're trying to implement some sort of change You know, change this process But when they don't even Own up to You know This Messy situation You know (laughs) You know They are going to Implement something else Implement something else and it's now going to take people a little while before they can work out what that is you know so uh, yeah it's kind of fucked up it's not a it's not really a win right it's not really a win because the 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 same people are still operating the ship And their attitudes haven't really changed So, you know People need to be keeping an eye on this for sure Because, yeah There's gonna be some fuckers happening Trust me Okay, so I am really fucking confused right now There is so much craziness happening just in Hollywood, really I mean and no one seems to learn no one seems to learn fucking anything right, so we've got the Ellen situation that's going on right and I think the crazy thing about this because this all happened like like all of this started to come out at the beginning of fucking lockdown, right? Because I remember she put out her post about oh it you know she feels like um it's prison having to stay isolated in her you know huge luxurious house and everyone was just like what the Fuck! <laughs> Yuri know mean? with her floor to ceiling glass, you know, windows and doors and, you know, beautiful views and everything like that. <laughs> so, yeah, she was putting out those and everyone mocked her. Like Mike Cannon, Tim Dylan, just everyone. Everyone roasted her. But then. Shit started to come out. Like, people were just like, oh, yeah, she's in her mansion, but, you know, she furloughed all her staff and, like, they're not getting help, blah, blah, blah. And she brought in a scab crew to film her show. Which, you know, that alone seems crazy because, you know, there was a thing about, uh, I forget the name of the film. Um, I think Michael Bay was a producer on it, right? And he wanted to, you know, start production earlier. But I, I don't think everything had been cleared to allow, you know, union actors and actresses and crew to be on set yet. So, you know, the union put out a big thing, like... Anyone that works on that film. They're going to be in serious trouble. So. He had to stop. Sort some shit out. Before he could go into production. Right. So that happened. But. Ellen can film her show. With non-union crew. And no one says anything. Like that's baffling, right, just that alone is baffling, but yeah, then all of this stuff came out, right, how she, you know, the workplace was a tyranny, infested shitstorm, you know, like, you couldn't make eye contact with her, you couldn't, and some of the stuff, right, some of the stuff you get, You know what I mean? Some of the stuff you get Because I don't know how many people are working on set But, like, maybe you don't want to have Like, if you had to stop and talk to every single one that you passed Then you have to go out and talk for an hour Or however long the show is Right, and you know, with these things, sometimes they feel multiple shows in one slot. So, you know what I mean that I get? So I get the don't talk to Ellen. I get that, but I imagine in those situations, right, that might be a decree coming down. Look, people, don't talk to the you know, the host. Don't talk to the stars. Blah blah blah. But then if they, you know. Felt like talking to you. It's golden. It's boom, 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 boom. So I kind of get that. Some of the other stuff was kind of gully. Then there was stuff like you know she'd get waiters and you know people like that fired. Supposedly she got someone fired because they had chipped nail polish and it made her repulsed, (laughs) which. That's not really down to her. That's, you know what I mean the owner of that restaurant? Because really, you would go, okay, thanks, Helen. Yeah, I'll sort this out. You put the phone down and go, what a dumb motherfucker. What? I ain't doing anything. But then you talk to the person and be like, listen, Kate, Ellen complained, said your nail polish was. You know, messy. So if she comes in again, just you know, act like you know you've had a talking to. Like, don't go over to her, but you ain't in trouble because that's some dumbass shit. (laughs) So don't worry, you're cool. That's how you respond to that, you know, and another one supposedly. She was I think she's a vegan vegetarian, whatever, whatever. but the the production studio next to hers, there was an employee there. I think it was like his sixtieth birthday or something. So they had a barbecue for her for him even. And she told them they had to turn it off because the smell of meat was making her sick, right? So that was one of these stories that came out But again That's kind of on them Because I'd have said Alright, Ellen, we get it Shut your windows (laughs) I mean, you've got You're at an air-conditioned building Shut your windows You know what I mean? It's, uh, It's Larry's 60th So we're having this barbecue for him It's gonna be a few hours Right? then we're done, you know, so stay in, when it's over, come outside, we're not cancelling this, that would be insane, so mind your motherfucking business, right, that's the response, not, okay, we're gonna pack it up, you bitch, what the fuck's wrong with you, so those things, that's not on her, you gave her that power, I mean, you gave her that ability to fuck with you, but the other stuff, yeah, that's messy, right, it's messy, now, the crazy thing as well, with all of this, then people start, you know, dropping the, yeah, everyone's known this for years, I mean, like, this has been in the know for a long fucking time. It's, you know, the same thing we heard with, you know, Kevin Spacey. The same thing we heard about Epstein. Like, just shit that everyone knew. Like, Cosby, everyone knew. So, it's like one of those things that everyone knew. So, the chatter wouldn't go down on social media, right? So, eventually, you know, Warner... Warner Media were like, okay, we're going to hold an investigation, you know, so they're like, oh, we're going to do an internal investigation, so that happened, right, I think that started in, I don't know, actually, I don't know, maybe April, June, meh, I don't know, it's August now, right, yeah, it might have been June, I don't, you know what, I don't know, I I can't remember, but yeah, they did this internal investigation. So now, right, that has been done. Right, it has been done. They have finished the investigation, and it seems, ah, it seems kind of bullshit. <laughs> it really does seem kind of bullshit. Right? Is it one of those crazy ones? So um yeah. Warners have put out a statement. Ellen's put out a statement. You know, it's all a bit like, eh, really? Really? Is you know you're really taking this shit seriously? So um I dunno. I don't know man. You know, it's one of these crazy situations, right? So, uh, yeah, this is what... You yeah, some of the Warners one says, We have identified several staffing changes along with appropriate measures to address the issues that have been raised and are taking the steps to implement them. Warner Brothers and Ellen DeGeneres are all committed to ensuring a workplace based on respect and inclusion. We are confident this course of action will lead us to the right way forward for the show. That's what they're saying, right? And um, Ellen's statement, where is Ellen's statement? Which is, uh, yeah, okay, here it is. Hey, everybody. It's Ellen, on day one of our show I told everyone in our first meeting that the Ellen DeGeneres show should be a place of happiness, no one would ever raise their voice and everyone would be treated with respect, obviously something changed and I am disappointed to learn that this has not been the case and for that I am sorry. Anyone who knows me knows it's the opposite of what I believe and what I hope for our show. I could not have the success I've had without all of your contributions. My name is on the show and everything we do and I take responsibility for that. Alongside Warner Brothers, we immediately began an internal investigation and we are taking steps together to correct the issues. As we've grown exponentially, I've not been able to stay on top of everything and relied on others to do their jobs as they knew I'd want them done. Clearly, some didn't. That will now change, and I'm committed to ensuring this does not happen again. I'm also learning that people who work with me and for me are speaking on my behalf and misrepresenting who I am. And that has to stop. As someone who was judged and nearly lost everything for just being who I am, I truly understand and have deep compassion for those being looked at differently or treated unfairly, not equal or worse, disregarded, to think that any one of you felt that way is awful to me. It's been way too long but we're finally having conversations about fairness and justice. We all have to be more mindful about the way our words and actions affect others and I'm glad the issues at our show were brought to my attention. I promise to do my part in continuing to push myself and everyone around me to learn and grow. It's important to me and to Warner Brothers that everyone has everyone who has something to say can speak up and feel safe doing so. I'm so proud of the work we do and the fun and joy we all help. Oh, we all help put out in the world. I want everyone at home to love our show, and I want everyone who makes it to love working on it. Again, I'm so sorry to anyone who didn't have that experience. If not for COVID, I'd have done this in person, and I can't wait to be back on our stage and see all of them then. Stay safe and healthy. Love, Ellen. Hmm... Yeah, that reads fuck, Chris. You know what I mean? It it, it just reads so messy. So messy. Like the whole, oh, when we first started the show, I wanted everyone to be like, hey, guys. But that suddenly fell away. Well, if you're running it, it's kind of down to you to make sure it stayed like that. And in meetings, right? Now, obviously, things get busy. Yeah. Everyone can, you know, understand that. But if you're running a meeting and you're you're meant to be like, oh, yeah, I want to hear from everyone. Why aren't you doing that? <laughs> Why aren't you doing that? But then just to be passing the buck off, that's just like what, what the fuck, man, like, the funny thing about all of this is, a lot of the complaints were about her, about her, not just other people, right, about her, so the whole, I didn't realise it was like that. And I'm going to make sure that, you know, these things and people treat you better. Yo, but it was you. (laughs) It it was you that was doing the fuckeries. So, uh, hmm. And I love the whole... Yeah, because, you know, when I came out, it was all, like, people want to bring it back to certain things, to be like, look, I was a victim, I was a victim, and you like, shut the fuck up, what are you trying, like, we know what you're trying to do, you know, change the focus of the situation, it's fucked up, it really is, like, Kevin Spacey did it, you know, when he put out his statement, and everyone called that bullshit I haven't really seen the same with Ellen Which is a interesting one There's all the gay rights groups They went in on spacing Haven't seen them go in on Ellen Interesting, right? And, you know, so that all happened and it is funny because right. So then, supposedly at the end of well coming to the end of the uh, you know the inquiry, then suddenly names of of a couple of her producers came up, right? That um yeah they'd been doing some shitty things, you know. So it's like hmm, I think they found some scapegoats, <laughs> so yeah, they're going to be, uh, you know, firing some people, making some changes, which is all a little fuck, cruise, because yeah, it doesn't address what she did, doesn't address that. Now, there is kind of this word going around. I saw this thing the other day saying that, um, you know, they're looking for a new host of the Ellen show. James Corden's name came up, which was a bit like, really? Really? Unfunny Corden. Hmm. Okay. So... Especially when there were Complaints about You know racist shit Happening you'd think that You know and you know With all the talk everyone You know all these fucking actors and actresses You know they all wanted to put out That video earlier on So Why don't you go for a uh, More diverse hire For a replacement Now if the replacement Does come who knows? Who knows, right? I just think that this is it's interesting because you know, other than like Variety running something, and I think the LA, LA Times ran something which they quoted a Tim Dylan tweet which was clearly a joke. It was clearly a joke, but they quoted it like it was a real statement that he was making, which is insane. But other than these things, there hasn't really been much else. Right? Hasn't really been much else. Even though there was supposedly clear evidence. You know? They, every, I think they interviewed like, 30, 40 ex-staff who all, all rinsed her and <laughs> and the show, all of them, right, which is kind of crazy, kind of crazy, you know, Um. so there's evidence, clear evidence that fuck crews went on, now, on the flip side, right, On the flip side to all of this, where you have hard evidence of fuckeries, which seems to be, uh, you know, selectively looked at, you then had the Brian Callen situation that happened, you know, where I think it was, what, the, uh, the LA Times ran a piece supposedly, you know, some women had come out, saying stuff about him, which is, yeah, oh, you know, it's fuckers, right, it's not good, it's not good, now, so you had one woman saying that he, he raped her, Right, you had another woman saying that he kissed her in a changing room And I think it's like, what, American apparel employee They then threw in some woman that was like Oh, I had an affair with him while he was married Which is a bit like What? Why is that there? Like, why is that there? No, if you're trying to go, oh, yeah, he's, he's a rapist, he's, and you put in, oh, I had an affair with him. Like, she knew he, if that did happen, right, which he's denying, right, but if that happened and he did have an affair, why is that there? it, It makes no sense for that being there And then to But you know what they're trying to do right They're trying to paint his character In a certain way And also but to Make the affair situation Seem even worse Right they then added in The um oh and he Told me that Um Women have a biological Primal desire to be raped Now, that's another weird one to throw in Because, right, some women do Some women have rape fantasies Some women, like, just want to be choked, right, roughed up Some women actually want the scenario done, right And whatever, whatever we know people have mad kinks, whatever. But it is a true thing. Right? So it's a it's a weird thing to throw in there, but you can see what they're doing. Right, and then they threw in another one saying that he told a woman that if she wanted stage time, she needs to give him a blowjob. But then with that, they then also added, you know, the the woman saying that I didn't do it. But if another woman had done it, and then the next day killed herself because she felt horrible. It's just like, wait, what? Like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? That is a weird fucking statement to throw out there to be like oh yeah and the next day they would kill themselves no no like after one doing it once no 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 now look i'm not saying that people you know what i mean maybe the odd person might right but on a whole i think we've seen evidence that you know that wouldn't really happen like that. Now yeah. People are going to feel. You know shitty about it for sure. But if they. If they killed themselves the next day. It would most likely be. A contributing factor. Along with other stuff. Not with that alone. Just to say that is so inflammatory. But the weird thing is. So the times put this story out. Right. With just These you know, just these things, but no evidence, no evidence, now, it's not to say that Callan hasn't done anything, right, maybe he has, maybe he has, no one fucking knows, but see, this is the thing, right, the Ellen Show, even though everyone knew, they held an investigation, They held an investigation, which, when you look at it, they kind of fudged it, kind of fudged it, right, but this, no investigation is done, no investigation is done, they're just putting out this story, on the back of the Delia story, which we then found out, wasn't really true, wasn't true, You know, they said that Chris D'Elia was a paedophile. That he was contacting all of these underage girls. Right? That was a story. And they printed out parts of email chains. Parts of email chains. Now, D'Elia then, he gave all the email chain. He put them all out. And when you looked at the whole chain, the whole conversation, which is the more rational thing to do. Yeah, then saw that, oh, yeah, as soon as he found out someone was of a certain age, he backed off. He, He went. Now, yes, he should have asked earlier. But when he knew, he left. And we also saw that, you know, so there was a girl that I think she'd said that, oh, it had scarred her. Him, him asking her for sex had scarred her. But we then see, she then sent him an email a year later going, oh, I'm now this age and I'm ready to fuck. What are you saying? It was just like, what? So the story that was put out, when they would have had all of that information... Right? Because obviously they're doing their due diligence. So if you've got part of an email chain, you're gonna ask for the rest of it. So we're we're assuming the LA Times knew all of this, but they still put out a story saying that Chris DeLia was a paedophile. But then we find out that he wasn't. So it then makes you wonder why are they putting this out? Right? Why are they putting this out. Without doing. An investigation. Why aren't they doing that. It's. Weird. It's really fucking weird. And. You think about all the other stuff. That they could be looking at. Which there is evidence of. Like. The Epstein plane logs. (laughs) Now. People saw some of the names on those plane logs. There was some interesting shit there. You know? There was definitely some interesting shit there. Now, Bill Clinton, he flew on that plane a lot. Flew on that plane a lot. But I don't see anywhere where... People are talking about Clinton Where they're trying to Write these pieces about Clinton You know because we already know <laughs> You know what I mean We already know That he was uh, Definitely on the prowl In the White House There was Monica Lewinsky Right there was all of that situation But you know there was more That was always the word That there was more Right so we know that about Clinton So why aren't you looking into the plain stuff Why aren't you looking into the Epstein stuff Then there's Prince Andrew Again there is evidence that Prince Andrew is a dirty fucking pedo Evidence There is evidence of this Nothing. They're not doing anything. He gave a dodgy ass interview that people are kind of leaving alone. But, you know, Callan puts out a video denying these accusations. And you've got, you know, psychologists trying to analyze the video going, oh, yes, you can see that that shows guilt because he lent to the right. He uh, scratched his ear, which is a clear indicator of, you know, being a sex fiend. Yes, 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 yes. So you have people doing that. How about you do that with fucking Clinton? How about you do that with Prince Pervy Andrew? Hmm? No. So it's weird. You have a national paper who don't want to investigate these Big fucking stories. But. Will write something about. A comedian. Write something about a comedian. When you already flubbed. A previous story you wrote. About another comedian. And his friend. It seems weird. But you don't want to really drill Ellen who everyone knew for years, was being a tyrant on her show, so fucking, it doesn't make sense people, it really doesn't make sense, and it makes you wonder, are there any real fucking journalists alive anymore, are there, that's what I want to know, are there any real fucking journalists people, Because I'm fucking baffled Okay people So this week on Chin Check Well this week We had an episode on Monday people Um, But yeah This today's episode of Chin Check We uh, recap last night Tuesday's first episode of season 4 Of Dana White's Contender Series And we also take a look at the upcoming card at the weekend. Derek Lewis against Alexi Olenek. It's a fun fucking card, people. I mean, hopefully we don't get as many issues as last week. But yeah, if all is good, it's a fun card. So once you're done with this, go check out episode 66. Yeah, 66, check out 65 as well, motherfuckers, as we recap um, the weekend's card, you know what I mean? Show some love, share with your peoples, do all of that good shit, alright? But, before that, let's continue with this, alright? Okay, so this week, people, I checked out Transformers War for Cybertron Part 1 Siege. Yeah, it is a very convoluted title. You know what I mean? I don't know. Ah, it's it's long. It's long. They could have just called it, I don't know, Transformers Siege. And then the subheading could have been War for Cybertron. There's no need for the word trilogy. Like as you work out it's a trilogy. Just leave that off Especially calling it a trilogy When you're only getting one part It it seems a bit Meh Seems a bit of a mess But anyway I checked it out Okay Uh, Supposedly There's a computer game series Of the same name But this has no relation to that Supposedly Because I have no clue Right, I don't play computer games, so I don't know if the storylines are close or the characters or anything like that. But from what I've read, it has no relation. Okay, so it is from um, Rooster Teeth. They handled the, the, you know, the production, alongside All Sparks. And yeah, it's Hasbro. you know they own the Transformer license, all of that. So um, yeah, the series was written by FJ De Santos, Brandon Easton, Gavin, Hignite, and George Chrissick. It's six episodes in, um, you know, this first part of the trilogy. Uh, Roughly about 24 minutes An episode You know And the gist of it all is this Okay So Cybertron has been ravaged by the civil war between the Autobots and Decepticons In an attempt to end the conflict Megatron considers using the Allspark as a last resort. But Optimus Prime wants to prevent that from happening. Even if that means destroying Cybertron in order to save it. I mean... I don't know. That's a little bit misleading. You know what I mean? It's a little bit misleading. Because... Yeah it's not draw isn't really looking to use it as a last resort <laughs> It's uh Oh I could use this thing <laughs> And the whole Destroying Cybertron thing I That's all based on myth So no one really knows So Yeah, there's been so many different iterations of Transformer cartoons over the years So many Like, I just remember the original one in the 80s That's what I remember watching And just thinking everything that's come from, you know, since Hasn't been Like, there's been some interesting stuff But it's all just been a bit of a mess Right I think with this They took out one of the things That is the most Irritating About Transformers Humans (laughs) The human element In Transformers Is one of the most infuriating Because it makes No sense You have these big machines and they're taking orders from the, uh, little flesh puppets. It, it was just like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what is going on? And then the whole proportions of it as well, from what you know what you see, is just like, wait, size wise, how is a human d- the same size as that? Wait, uh, makes no sense. But luckily, no friggin' humans. So that was good. And what you're kind of, I think it's not said, right? And you figure this out kind of as the series goes on But it seems that this would, say, be the precursor to the 80s cartoon Like, is the 80s cartoon started with them crashing on Earth So this is kind of before that it is a little confusing, you know about what's going on, why it's going on, and everything like that you know i I've seen this described as um you know an adult version of Transformers, and I was like, yeah, I mean not really.' Like when you consider stuff that kids are watching now And everything like that It's not really that at all You know, I think it Like it could have been more so It definitely kind of feels it's pulling back on stuff Well, one thing that you kind of pick up on Because it's kind of put out there but not really developed or you know expanded upon in any way, but it seems that like with the X Men, where um Xavier is um Martin Luther King and Magneto is Malcolm X, so you kinda get the sense. That's the dynamic they're trying to show us here Because we get references to Prime and Megatron You know Both coming out of the same situation And working under You know This person Before it all then goes crazy Right So that's what we, but it then You know, you don't really hear anything We just hear references to the Minds, but then that's it You know, and I think that's a little bit problematic Right So animation wise This is okay It's not too bad You know, you do get to um, have Some scenes That seem to have that Stock footage feel (laughs) You know like in a movie And every time you see a certain thing It's just like wait that's the same shot right Um, And that I mean that's something that definitely used to be A huge thing back in the day Maybe it's not as much now But I remember the old Transformers cartoons And you'd see that a lot Right so You know there would only be so many Different explosion shots yeah, you, know, you see an explosion And it's just like It's the same explosion that you'd seen before they repurposed it Or when they're flying And things like that So there's you know As we get further into the show You do see more of those Which then makes it look a bit mm, Not as good But for the most part Like yeah the animation seems fine Seems cool You know, I didn't really have any issue with it Um, You know, it's kind of slicker than a lot of the previous stuff anyway, for sure You know Uh, Now, what I kind of found Say problematic Right, was the fact That with the story, it felt like you're kind of stepping into a conversation that's been happening for a few hours beforehand. You know, it, look, and this is the thing. You don't need to have all the information, right? You don't need to have everything. You know, things, it's, it's always good to have things kind of dripped To you throughout the story The intrigue To be like wait So they used to be friends Or like Oh shit So they came from And that was You know like these revelations That always works It's always fun But there's so many things With this that They mention And never go back to Right, and we see things happen that make no sense Like, um, you know, Ultra Magnus, I think that's his name Who's Prime's kind of right-hand guy Who's meant to be his kind of war captain and all of that His actions are bad Like, it makes no sense Makes no sense And like for the result End result of what happens You're just like Well yeah Everyone could see that happening Right There there had to be a, A better explanation For why that would happen And for that to happen Now Like a certain thing does occur But would that have happened anywhere? Or did that have to be in that certain place? Right? And you kind of think that... Okay. But then, wouldn't you leave messages... You know... Fleshing out some stuff. Like... Where we see certain things go down... Right? In some stories. It's like a chess game. You know? I remember... June um, Messiah... And at the very end, everything is on this tight rope, right? It's all just so tense. And you're just like, where's the story gonna happen where's it all gonna go? How is he gonna solve this? And towards the very end, this certain thing happens, and then boom, it's like a dominoes effect, and everything just goes bum 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 and it falls into place. And you're like, yes, that was a great setup for all of that. And if that had happened in this, you'd be like, oh, well, superb, well-played, people, well-played. But it didn't, right? It didn't do that. So there's all these opportunities to create something, to really set certain things up, but they don't. And we're just constantly having, like, the same thing said over and over again. You know, like, um, you can't trust a Decepticon, why are we working with a Decepticon? You know, like, that was said so many times, and it's just like, wait, what's happening here? You know, because we've got these two groups, the Decepticons and the um, Autobots, obviously, Right, so we've got these guys. But you're kind of thinking, wait, so is everyone hates each other. Is is so that's what's happening here. Like there's no gray area with anyone. Right? And that always seems very odd. Because from what you always had from the Autobots. Yeah, there was grey area It was just like, look, we can't hate you all Like, we, there needs to be hope, we, there's opportunity like, oh, You know, that person could be good And let's try and, you know, bring them over to our side But yeah, no, <laughs> nothing like that in this so yeah you get that same oh, you can't trust them thing over and over and over again um you know the female um autobot whose name i cannot remember because that was always a weird thing that they were like ah oh, let's give these f- robots sexes let's give them gender And you're like, wait, what? (laughs) So they, they, suddenly they added all these female, you know, transformers who were never in it before. And it's just like, wait, huh? You know, they could have, they, hey, I have no issue with females being there, but it was just the way they did it. They could have done it in a whole better way. And just, yeah, I remember back, like they had breasts and shit, which made no sense. It's like, What (laughs) it's a machine Why would it So weird But yeah she's always Oh I trust you prime And then say something that's like Ah, but I don't trust you prime So we have this same thing going over And over again but Never Fleshing out the arguments We're only Ever getting base level Stuff here Right and it's just like flesh it out, give more, show us why Prime has got this devil-may-care attitude, because yeah, Prime's just like, hey, yeah, run everything dry, (laughs) we got to destroy every descent like, and it's just like, wait, why is Prime like this, show us that, show us why he's being all reckless, and also, Prime is the leader, but we open up with him getting his ass beat pretty handily, you know. And it's not even he put up a good fight. It's it's like wait, how is it? Watson's Prime can't fight because he was air shots, you know, just stumbling all over the place. It it was kind of this pitiful display. And you'd think, oh, is he faking it? But no, not even that. So you've got all these weird dynamics in this cartoon that make no sense. But then the show doesn't want to give you anything else. Doesn't want to flesh anything out. we got Bumblebee, who has no affiliation. There's no affiliation, which is fine, right? But then, what's the story with that? Because all we're getting told is we've got Autobots and we've got Decepticons. But then, if you've got the, these bots with no affiliation, right? And there was someone who was oppressing people and keeping people in the minds. So, that would kind of dictate... ...that there was something else as well. <laughs> because... ...if... ...there were... ...only Autobots and Decepticons... ...who are running the mines? Oh, like, that. that's a weird thing about all of this. It's just ...wait, wait, 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 wait. This story makes no sense. Because who is doing that? Who is controlling those things... For you guys to have been together and having to fight your way out. Right? So there's there's all this you know, you're just like, wait, huh? And then they're doing all of these things, going on these missions that make no sense, having like the 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 simplest shit that anyone would you know, you'd think, oh yeah, yeah, need to be careful of that. Like Oh, let's take away his, you know, tracking device. But then just tossing it on the ground. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> what? What are you doing? This makes no sense. So, yeah. It, it's an odd thing, right? It looks fine. There is a, a story that you feel is Trying to escape But they don't Give it enough room To breathe You know, six episodes Just feels like, hey This isn't enough To tell this story In the in the guise In which you want to tell it Right So six episodes would be fine But make it more than a trilogy You know, just Make it Seasons Because then you can have this And which builds upon this And then builds upon this and builds upon You know, do it like that, layer it But if you you really Want to crush it into Oh, we need to have this a trilogy Then you need Even more episodes Or longer episodes Because the story doesn't Work Within these confines Like, if you even go back to the 80s, right, so it started off, the whole, you know, TV animation started off with, what, a three episode story, and then it goes into season one, it's 13 episodes, so really, you could say season one was 16 episodes, right, then season two is 49 episodes, you got the film, then thirty episodes, and then it ends with three episodes to tie everything up. But from you know what we see, there's a whole heap of more episodes, right, to tell the story. So this needed more, which is an odd thing to say. There's a lot of the times you're just like, wait, ah, it's too many episodes. <laughs> they just you know. A lot of filler up in this, and with this, it's just like, wait, you need more room to tell this story, or just, you know, crisper writing, because there's definitely, as I said, there's a lot of, oh, but we can't trust, or Prime, why are you doing this, we need to, oh no, I trust you, you know, there's a lot of that, so, hey, cut all of that out, right, and have dis- have more background or just more context to explain why the fuck all of this is happening. You know what I mean? Because then this would work. But as it is, it's fine. Right? It's fine. But if you're all about story, if you're all about great storytelling, this isn't it. You know, this isn't giving you that but like we we get this whole kind of idea that you know the autobots are on the back foot, but you're kind of like, wait, what are the numbers because we don't even really know what the numbers are right there's we we see there's a point where we it seems that there's loads of decepticons. But maybe what? If you think about it, 10? 10 Autobots? Maybe 15? I don't even know. Right? But the the numbers don't match up. And you're thinking, wait. How the fuck can the Autobots even win? Because they don't have aerial. But the, the Decepticons have aerial. So it makes no sense. And... You know, there's a, a part when, you know, the defense systems come online of the Ark, and, you know, it, we see all these things light up, and it's just like, oh, they've destroyed all the Decepticons. But then, it kind of picture kind of resets itself, and there's still loads of Decepticons around it, and you're just like, wait, w- everything blew, wait, how the fuck is... Huh, and it's just like you know that whole drone thing, right? When you when you see the the bad guys come and there's just a horde of minions that have no names, you know the cannon fodder. But yeah, you're just like, what? What are numbers? What's what's going on here? Because we also see you know Megatron preaching in a city to supposedly hordes of people. So you're just like. So who are these? <laughs> you know what I mean like because we get the the see the sounds of it that they're not Decepticons. So who are they? Right, we we don't have context on any of this, which makes it odd, makes it odd, and makes you just not care. That's the big thing. You need to care to invest in these stories. You know, to continue watching And especially with this With things like this That you're like, it's a trilogy So we know there's two more parts <laughs> You know what I mean? So we got Earthrise and Kingdom to Come Which, when you look at the descriptions You're like, yeah, so basically it's the story from the 80s You know, retold with better graphics but it's just like, wait, why should I bother with these things? Because I don't care. I Like, that. That that's what we need. We need to care. There needs to be a hook. But we don't have that. You know? So, look, it's not for me. But as I said, look, I was down with the 80s cartoon. And, you know, after that, I'm just a bit like... Hey, uh, i don't, mean, uh, who who gives a fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean like there's so many things that I just didn't watch. You know, Titans Return didn't check out that Power of the Primes. Have no clue. Combiner Wars, huh? Never even heard of it. Cyberverse, like all of these, you know, crazier ones. I had no clue. Interstellar. I don't know what that was, you know what I mean? So, you you need to, I don't know, I I don't I yeah I just don't really know, right? I but I kind of feel if you enjoy those all those you know older cartoons, this probably is fine for you. You Yeah, I imagine people that liked. Um, Star Wars Rebels and all of those things that I have no clue what they're called. Yeah, this probably works because it's a different time. It's a different type of storytelling. But yeah, for me, I just need more. Right, I want more from the story. I want mean, more context, more. But if you've grown up in that, you know, realm where you're not really given that. Then yeah, this probably works. This probably is fine. So yeah, if if you're cool with all those old, you know, the new style animation and the way the stories are told within these things, I'm sure this works for you, right? And you want to check it out. So Transformers: War for Cybertron, Act One: Siege. Woo! Yup, that long ass title. <laughs> well it is on Netflix now, you know, it hit on the 30th, so uh, yeah, go go give it a try, you know, see if it's for you, and um, yeah, I have no clue when, uh, you know, Earthrise is gonna hit, but I imagine they'll be throwing it up at some point soon, you know, and if you do watch it, Yeah, there's a load of little nods and, you know, winks thrown in. So, hey, give it a shot. Check it out if you love Transformers. Or if you just, you know, want something that you don't have to think a whole lot about. But, yeah, there you go, people. There you go. (laughs) Okay, people. So, this week, I checked out The Man With All The Answers. So, uh, this is by Luke Smithered, and Luke, hey, he narrates his own books, which he, he does a fantastic job of. Like, Luke has written some of my favourite books, right? The Stone Man was my first introduction to him, and I couldn't rave about that book as you know what I mean I, I told everyone they needed to check that out I gave it to people As gifts It's such a great book Right and everything Since then has just been so fucking interesting Right so it's one of those Weird ones right where uh, Yeah kind of like An author that you like You re- sometimes you You suddenly realise Oh what are they working on? Like, I haven't seen any news about anything new from them in a while. What are they doing? So, I yeah, I did a little check and I thought I found out my man's got a new book out, right? So, ah, uh, I was chuffed, but it's not a long book. So, I'm a bit like, ah, god damn it, fine. I'll use a credit for this shit, you know what I mean? because I kind of always want, uh, to, if I'm using a credit, I want it to be a big book, make it worthwhile, you know what I mean, but it's just like, look, I knew none of the previous books had let me down, so I thought, alright, I'll check it out, I'm so fucking glad I did, right, this book, so good, so this is the gist, people, I know, I'm just going off on one, right, Um. so here it is, he seems to know everything you want before you do. He's insightful, kind, and understands you in ways you don't even understand yourself. He's everything you ever dreamed of. But there's always a catch. About the friends that died in this its creation. Um, about the terrible price he's had to pay. Audible Book of the Year nominee Luke Smothered returns For the first time in over Three years, see I told you it was A while, you know, with a Tale of physics Mystery and a Science fiction romance What would you Do if the man with All the answers fell In love with you Oh shit, that's the question, right? And I think one of the great things about like Smothered's writing is he makes you believe everything. Yeah, and I think it's part of the his great job on the narration as well. Because sometimes, like certain things, it's plausible. Right, but you kind of feel Ah, but wouldn't you want to know And why don't they ask And he covers all of those points Right, he seems to understand What the, you know, the reader is going to be miffed about Right, where they're going to be like Wait, hold up. hold on, but what if and, and then he's got the reply But then, but what if And he's got something else for you Right, so he, he makes you care, like he makes you believe, because there's things in this book, right, there's things that you kind of feel, but hold on, but why would you do that, and although we don't really get answers at first, right, you don't care. Because the way the book is told. The ways... Like mother written, written, written narrates it as well. You're kind of like... Okay. Alright. Fine. No. We can move past that. That's alright. Yeah. No. That's cool. I get it. I understand. And so you're fully in. You're fully in. With this crazy kind of concept. You know. Which... From other people, you might go... Eh, nah, not buying that. I don't... Why? I don't know. It sounds stupid. Right? And I'm not sure other narrators... And we got You know, there are great narrators out there. But it needs a certain person to be able to really sell you on these actions. And some other does a great job with that. Right? So... Throughout all of this book, you're kind of writing it... And you're kind of looking at these things going... Oh, yeah, fuck, I get it. Okay, yeah, I understand. And even when certain things are happening, right? There's certain incidents and everything like that. And you're looking at them and you're like... Well, obviously yeah, no, that's gonna turn out like this, right, I mean, it makes no sense for that to go in that direction, no, 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 I wouldn't buy that, no, it's definitely gonna go like this, right, and you will, and you're with it, you're in the story, you're on for the ride, Yo, you want to know how the fuck is this going to turn out? Because, yo, they're going to have to have a certain conversation, right? They're going to have to do this thing. So, um, yeah, all of this is going. And I think the other big thing as well is from the other direction of the story. Because it's kind of, eh, like, the way it's been constructed... You, you're seeing it from like a couple of different points Right And I think in one of the the, the the other point You're looking at this book And you're thinking to yourself Okay Right that's going And then something is Dropped on you like Oh shit Okay Right Well that that makes a whole heap of sense now. Yeah. Oh shit, Of course you would do that. You, know, yeah, I get why, right? And you're just like, "Oh, you, you get this real interesting thing. You, know, you you get this new kind of sense of empathy in a way. But then on the flip side of it all, right, the real interesting thing Because certain things happen in the book And you definitely, like, you see certain lies Right, there's definitely lies that are just like Oosh, how's that gonna be explained? And oh, how's that gonna go? And so this big thing happens at the end Right, that you kind of do you have kind of like, but, huh? Like, why though? Why? And you know You know that nothing has happened in a certain way But you do kind of feel That's a difficult one even though To kind of break down And I think, what? Is not kind of taken up by our man Dan, right? The big thing which often hits you is girl logic, right? Girl logic is the big thing that can fuck with certain situations, right? It's that crazy... Because how many times have you been with a girl... She has a dream And then is pissed at you For something that happened in a dream Never done it in real life But she's pissed at you for the dream So knowing that kind of logic It made the end really interesting Because it's just a question that's kind of thrown back Right, because you're like, okay, so if we see that this didn't happen and this didn't happen, all right, so then the big thing is, what what next? What next? And it's just that question that them thrown out there, which is like, oh, fuck. Like, what can you say to that? Like, how do you counter that? That's the big one, right? That's the interesting shit. So, yeah, like, oh, it's great. Loved it. Really did. And the the other interesting thing about Luke's books is it's always the ending. Like, things are never ended in this cookie cutter mold all tied up with a bow, like, there you go, you always get this interesting ending, and that's what happens here, right, and it is great, I love the ending, and you do kind of like, oh, is it going to be a follow-up, like, what, what now, (laughs) like, huh, so yeah, this is well worth you picking up If you have really enjoyed Liked his previous work Or just the previous work That you may have read You will want to check this book out Right And even if you haven't read any of his other stuff Don't need to Just grab this This is a great entry Into the mind of Luke Smothered <laughs> <laughs> and I think the fantastic thing is you get uh, an afterward, right? And he you know, you always get a little kind of a mini interview with him, and he reveals there's two new books coming. two new books coming, which is so like great news. Really good news. Uh, so I feel it's just two books, and I don't think it's a trilogy. He, he just mentions two. So, yeah, definitely uh, pleased to hear that. And I can't wait to check out The New Newness. Because Luke Smothered, yet again, knocked it out of the park, people. He knocked it out of the park. So, go check it out, right? And I it, 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 with his books, you really do want the, uh, all the audio book version, you know, like, I imagine, you know, the, the, the physical one, the kindle one, I'm sure they're great, I'm sure they're great but there is just something about the way he narrates that makes the audible you know just that much superior so people, go check out the man with all the answers because you won't get let down you know what I mean, you're gonna enjoy the shit out of this trust me Okay, alright, have fun, enjoy people Okay people, so we are drawing to a close on another episode But before we do that, let's take a look and see what's happening in the world of TV Well. Apple continue in their hunt for content. They have just signed a new deal with um, Apian Way, which is Leo DiCaprio's uh, production company. It's a uh, first look deal for TV and film. Um, yeah, so you know we'll, we'll see what comes of it. It does include a couple of productions that, you know are already underway for Apple, uh, which is the Shining Girls, which is a TV series starring Elizabeth Moss, and then you've got the new Martin Scorsese film, Killers of the Flower Moon. So, um, yeah, you know, Apple are doing what they need to do. Um. Amazon have just renewed their uh, Hunter's show for a new season uh, So, you know, it's created by David Wheel uh, Produced by Jordan Peel, And um, Will along with Nikki Toscano uh, Showrunner So it's about, I don't know From what people have told me It's like um Like Nazi hunting In the 70's in New York It's meant to be good Haven't checked it out yet But it's on my list So it's good to know it's got a season 2 Um Now this is interesting Right Sony They seem to be um Developing a sequel to Who's the boss The 80s TV show Yeah I don't even know Man Did we ever find out who the boss actually was Ha You know Tony Danza and Alyssa Milano Um They're on board Yeah supposedly They're reprising Their roles of Tony and Samantha Michele um you know, it was, it was what father and daughter, relationship, living in the house with the blah blah whatever. I forget. But yeah. I know, it's just crazy. Like, I don't know how it's gonna work, but uh Yeah, you know, people have re-signed. So um I don't know. We we will we will see people, we will see what happens, but uh, yeah. Like the original was on ABC, but no word on um, you know, what's gonna happen with this, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll find out if any of the other casts come back. But supposedly exploring generish generational differences as well as opposing worldviews and parenting styles within the dynamic of a modern family in twenty twenty. I just hope they don't fall into the lazy tropes. You know? Be like, oh, I'm with Trump. I hate Trump. You know what I mean? Just all that shit. But, uh, I don't know. We'll find out, right? Uh, Michelle Gomez. You know, she plays um, the aunt in uh, Sabrina on Netflix. She is just signed on... For HBO's The Flight Attendant um, Which is Starring Kaylee Cuco Who is a flight attendant Who wakes up in the wrong hotel In the wrong bed With a dead man And no idea what happened So yeah So could be fun Could be interesting We will see I think production is meant to restart on it In the coming weeks uh, Comedy Central Have handed out An official series order For their um, Reboot of Ren and Stimpy Yeah I mean I hated that shit back in the day But it was huge Everyone talked about it so I wonder if this new iteration Can, uh, you know, garner the same success But, uh, yeah, everything seems to be getting reboot right now Over on Comedy Central, so This isn't that surprising, right? Um, some other interesting shit So, Lena waif Right? Um... You know she's been involved with a lot of shit You know Master of None Um I think she wrote Queen in the Slim I know She's just been writing a lot Um she's got a new show uh, which is Um going to be Heading to Amazon Um So it's called Open And it's gonna Explore open marriages Yeah you know, but she feels that, um, infidelity is accepted as commonplace, but open relationships and marriages are, um, you know, looked at as being odd, so, uh, yeah, I don't know, um, another show that sounds kind of interesting, so, um, AMC are um, adapting uh, Morris Brodus and Otis Whitaker's psychedelic urban novella, *Sorcerers*. Yeah, they're going to turn it into a series Um, The story Follows Malik Hutchins A 30 year old Man from Harlem Who comes into his own As a hip hop inspired Sorcerer Hmm Now If that's a concept They need to get someone tight on board To deal with the soundtrack Because Hey you can't have that show With some shitty music So hey That's what I'm going to be interested in Who are they going to get to uh, Work on that front of things But This We're going to end on this people And this Yo this is kind of interesting for me So um, Back in the 90s Galmiro del Toro He he made a film called Mimic, and it was great. It was so fun. Now, it did spawn many spin-offs, you know, straight to video, um, which were terrible. But the original was great, and it just turns out that Paul W.S. Anderson is directing a pilot for a TV series reboot. Yeah. I mean, crazy, right? So, uh, yeah, you know, we we'll, we'll see what happens with this. It's going to be through Miramax and um Jim Danger Gray is going to write and serve as the showrunner. Um because the original Right, so that spun from a short story from Donald A. Wilhelm Um, And it's three years after an entomologist successfully introduces genetically altered cockroaches Known as the Judas Breed Into the population under Manhattan To wipe out the Others which are carrying A plague that has been killing The city's children Life has returned to normal Though soon she discovers Not only have the Judas survived They've evolved Over tens of thousands Of generations Yeah, Because They were made To kind of die you know what I mean? They couldn't reproduce supposedly, and all of that. But yeah, you know they, um, you know, and they were turning into six foot tall creatures who have developed the ability to mimic their human prey, and have established a large colony under the city. It was a. Gr- if you haven't seen it, people, you need to go check it out. You know. Because especially that will give you A basis to what This TV series Will kind of be playing on But uh yeah If the TV show is anything Like the film this is gonna Be fun so um yeah People that is It we are done It's over with Benito. but You know of course we're gonna be back Next week alright so uh, Have fun do your thing keep safe and all of that people and uh yeah we will touch base again next wednesday all right cool cool